And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian who once heroically found and returned a missing volleyball. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a writer, actress, and podcast host who has never found and returned a missing volleyball. It's Allie Ward. Chef Jeff is here to make a special New Orleans fusion recipe with very spiritual Asian noodles he got from a British punk band, but he makes it as a dessert. It's Chumbawamba's Jumbalumbo Shaman Ramen Ding Dong. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosie. Hello, my little Belvita breakfast biscuits. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That carb submission came from Frank Fica as someone who loves alliteration. Mm, I'm just in alliterative heaven right now. He submitted that over Patreon, which is where I take my carb submissions. They don't have to be alliterative, but it's better if they are. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I would like to say hello to my guest, but... Oh, I thought maybe Jeff was about to say something, but now it occurs to me his mouth is just near his mic because he's looking at the um, the recorder. Okay. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to the show, David Hello. Huntsberger. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Before the show, you, what, what you guys don't know is that mm. we have a funny email contest. <laughs> <laughs> informal funny email contest before the show. And Dave said that he wasn't going to be able to make it, but he was going to send someone who looks like him. I'm sorry. Do you recall how Dave described you? He just forwarded it to me and said, can you step in, buddy? Oh, okay. Mm. So you don't, so it's just a coincidence that you look so you similar? You look Correct. so much like him. It's we crazy. Get it all, that's where it started. And then we were together and he went, you also sound alike. Yeah. That's a very so, old school Hollywood thing that when you can't do it, you find somebody to step in. Yeah. It's been very mm-hmm. helpful. Very I work in IT, so I virtually never um, need him. him to step in. Yeah. <laughs> he's utterly useless to my end, but I do my best. I step in. Great. Looking yeah. forward to getting to know you. Appreciate it. Hello. Welcome to the show, Allie Ward. Hi, it's me, Allie Ward. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's actually me. Okay, um, great. Yeah, my proxy wasn't available, so she asked me if I could fill in for her <laughs> filling in for me, and it was like, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Daniel. Hi. It's me. <laughs> it's just me. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Allison. I was thinking on the show today, it would be funny if we Well, had- this is Allison's show. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> 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 Wait, was, so glad that became a drop. I'd heard about that. <laughs> Did I? Was that my response? Oh, thanks. Well, that, this is Allison's show. Oh, thanks. That wasn't edited together. <laughs> no, no. Right. <laughs> initially, my response. My response initially was like, "Oh, thank you." And then around the time I got to the of thanks, I'm like, "Oh, this is a- accidentally <laughs> really insulting to Ali Ward." Oh, let's relive that fun moment. Well, oh. this is Allison's show. <laughs> well, the best thanks. <laughs> The best part about it is that there's more than one Allison at this table, yeah. so it could be... Yeah, you don't know I was talking about you, honey. It could have been Fakak right. from so many directions. That's right. Which is great. That's right. Um, Allie Ward. Yo, well, this Al- is Allison's show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. We talked so much about reunions on the last show. We did. And 
I had an, I, I got to experience my own reunion of sorts, not at all as majestic as yours. Maybe on the order of Dave's volleyball. I, I, I don't know whether to regard you as Dave or as Dave's lookalike friend now. I can't decide if I'm which reality I'm living the in. The weirdest my, part is they have the same name. That's no, no, we don't. My name is Pat Squirrel. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, See, I, now, I always thought Pat Squirrel was actually a squirrel, but that's just your, your There is also name. a Correct. Pat Squirrel who yeah. fills in with, <laughs> who's a squirrel, mm-hmm. who fills in with when human Pat Squirrel <laughs> can't <laughs> do it. How this that time. is a myth, guys. That's been going around forever. <laughs> okay. There's only one of me. Anyway, perhaps this is on the order of, I'm just not going to look at you, Pat, <laughs> Dave's volleyball situation. But I had the Sklar brothers on the show, mm-hmm. and then they left, and Jeff left, and I saw a backpack sitting oh my God. on the floor. Did you call the I bomb squad? No, yeah. I didn't. If we had been in public... Maybe I would have. Yeah. But instead, I thought, uh-oh, Jeff left his backpack. I'm like, that's very unlike Jeff, though. Um, and then, So then I did what I had to do. I opened it up, and I read a piece of paper that said Jason Sklar. Boom. Like, uh-oh. So, so how would you figure out whose it was? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I opened the com- – no, I didn't open the computer. And then I called him, and he was uh, so appreciative. And he was oh. driving away and asked if he could just turn around and come get it. And then he did, and I gave it to him. But the whole time, you were on my mind, Allie. Doesn't it feel good? It really did. And I love that you happen to have twins and you still had to identify the owner. Like, I did. For, you know, if, if, say, our friend David Huntsberger was in the same room with, <laughs> you know, Pat Squirrel, for example, Pat. Right. Yeah. Who I'm meticulous about writing my name on things. Dave does not do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, what if they had identical backpacks? Yeah. With identical contents. Twin packs. That would have been harder. Whatever. I don't even know what it was that I read. The mm. piece of paper. But it did. Maybe a spelling test. If you find this backpack, <laughs> please return it to my little boy, Jason Sklar. <laughs> now, is it? Um, it's for a while there, I thought adult men shouldn't have backpacks. What? I, I'm listen. I've turned the corner. Okay, I know. Jeff. I was with you. Yeah, but I feel like now that I'm older and don't care about things, <laughs> I feel like backpacks are a practical way to carry your stuff. Why should we abandon it after teenhood? Mm-hmm. I. Also turned the corner for the same reason. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Jeff, yeah. when you had not yet turned a corner, what were you carrying? Briefcase? I had that uh, computer bag, the kind of over one shoulder. Oh, yes. Bag. But I just got tired of it always pulling on my one shoulder. Right. And mm-hmm. it just really throws your back out after a while, especially mm-hmm. schlepping a computer around. Welcome to purses. Now wear high heels and bras and tell me how you feel at the end of the day. No one's forcing okay. anyone to do any of these things. You are correct. I take that back, but it is what Allie. I'm trying to say. It is it is an uncomfortable existence being a lady with a purse. How do you I, know we um, don't wear high heels and bras at the end of the day? I stand corrected yet again. I was a messenger bag person for, or, or sorry, a crossbody mm-hmm. uh, purse person for a long time because it spreads the weight out a little more. However, that. Uh, and I'm sure some ladies will know what I'm talking about, and perhaps even men who wear the crossbody bag. It um like grinds up one side of your clothes. And right. creates all sorts of pills and whatnot. And, then, and you get Damn. that you get that huge bone spur on your hip mm-hmm. on that one side. You get like so a, you it's get like a, a weird, foot corn, yeah, but it's on corn. your hip. <laughs> I've heard a number of uh, women complain also about the um, indecision as to where to put the strap. Right, between your breasts. Right, then or, you're inviting um, in some catcalling nonsense and that sure. sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Life. Difficult stuff. I got a backpack recently for travel, and then I was like, 
why restrict this to only when I'm in an airport? Why don't I take this with me everywhere all the time, even if there's only one item in it? And now I'm just tend to be a backpack person and mm-hmm. it's not a good look. No, but I feel no, like I we're feel the like generation not- that's going to be sporting backpacks into our old age. Does anyone that we know carry a briefcase? <laughs> I want to. I looked I, into one recently. Did you? Really? I have a like great one, one if you yeah. want one. I want like I an a, old one. Like your- oh, I have a beauty. It's leather. It's the single handle. <gasps> yes. It's gorgeous. And I used to take it only into uh, meetings. Nothing else. And how was that received? Poorly. I forgot it a lot of times. <laughs> but it was easy what to was describe. A lot of times it would be two pens and one notepad and two loose by pieces way, of paper. By the way, as, as a comedian, you're going, or Dave, we're going into a pitch meeting and busted out a huge briefcase, clicked it open like with great fanfare. They all and, click, right? Yeah. Click, yes. click, open the briefcase. And pulled out, and only in there is one. That would be very funny. I would be very <laughs> impressed with that person before you said a word. But I feel like that's all briefcases. No, no, I guess I have seen some overstuffed briefcases. But in general, I feel like they pretty much just have like a legal pad, a tiny calculator, and two mechanical pencils. Or uh-huh. a lot of money. Well, mine is not the click-click. It, oh. does, it has a flap that comes up over the top, and, and then it uh-huh. opens at the top, like that oh okay. yeah like lawyers had those in old tv yeah, yeah right oh with the kind of accordion a little thing bit, going yeah. on yeah yep. for files yeah, i want one of those a, i've yeah. looked on ebay and craigslist i just i was like what if i become that person that just goes to a coffee shop to do some work and just flips open and i'll then tell you like though that. the backpack is so much more convenient i know it is why and, do you think no one now why do you think no hipsters have briefcases and briefcases are heavy because yeah. mm-hmm. they're old-timey uh technology and we need our hands free I don't realize how often, you know, going to grab your phone, you're like, you oh, know, dang it. And it's a real bummer to just have that, all that weight hanging off the end of your arm if you're yeah. walking around. It's really... Are you yeah. talking no, me out of this? You need, a, yeah. you need your phone hand. Yeah. <sighs> you guys are talking me out of this hipster aesthetic. I have a briefcase, but I never take it anywhere. What do you, I, why I, do you have it? Because I got it somehow. It feels cool My to mom have gave them. it to me or something, and I just, I store things in it that I don't want people to read Ooh. so that I can lock it. Oh, hey... Like what? Diaries? Not like my my copious number of self-help books. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole closet for those. This is interesting because it seems like men have br- men just fall, like fall a briefcase just falls into their life and mm. they don't use it. Mm. What do we have as ladies that has just fallen into our life that we don't use? A lot of perfume? I have a lot of perfumes that I don't use. What would be it like an estate sale? That wouldn't make it quite to the consumer that they go, you, we want you to have this before it. Hat boxes. Yeah. A brooch. Crystal, yeah, I think a brooch would be. Crystal dishes. Yes. Mm. I like those, though. A candy dish mm-hmm. mm. that you're like, ah, you can't really buy these, but where do they come from? Yeah. Um, one of those things that holds chips and salsa <laughs> and <laughs> guacamole and nuts all in one thing. A chip and dip. Chip and dip platter. I yeah. had so many books in my backpack in college. It was so heavy that by the end of it, my head jutted forward quite a lot when I was just standing. Oh, did really, yeah. Did you have that transition period between when you were cool and wore the backpack on the one shoulder and then mm. you s- slowly got more and more books and it became more and more ridiculous to try to haul it and then you just said, fuck it and put it on the, one sh- on the two shoulders? I yeah. like that they did that in, was it um, 21 Jump Street? Like, are you one strapping it or are you two strapping it? Oh, I didn't see that. It was like a conscientious decision. Like, how cool do we want to look? <laughs> but, but there was definitely that moment where it's like, 
you look ridiculous hauling <laughs> a huge amount of books with one strap yeah. just to be cool. You don't look cool anymore. You look like uh, some broken down Sherpa or something. You know what really doesn't look cool? And all the kids do it now is rolling suitcase is their backpack now. Oh, yeah. No, they but, don't. Yeah, yeah. They all just tug them down the hallway with on wheels. Now, can they also no. transfer them to their shoulder if they want, though? Because I, I so. got Wait. tired of the... Hang on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got tired of the super heavy carry-on well, this bag. this is Allison's show. <laughs> <laughs> I got tired of the super... And by the way, we're going to talk about tote bags, luggage, and wheeled items for just a little while longer, and then we're moving on to something else. I forget what it is, but there was something else I wanted to bring up. Um, I got tired of the super heavy carry-on bag, so I now have a carry-on that rolls, because I thought that'll be so much more convenient. Because that thing where you're like, oh, I finally checked my super heavy bag, and now I'm carrying a super heavy bag. Yeah. No, I roll it. However... It, there's no option to also, it looks like a backpack that you roll, but mm -hmm. there's no option to also put it on my shoulder if I need, which is the downside. Oh, my, it totally is. My portable studio kit is a rolling backpack. Huh. I spent so much time researching this, and it's awesome. So it's it's like a, a rolling carry-on piece of luggage, not quite that big, but it's also a backpack, so it has straps on it. So if you need to hoof it or you know go over some gravelly something, you can pick it up and put it on your back. Maybe I need to get one of those. It's awesome. Daniel, kids in high first. school are wheeling their bags, or is this? Well, a I don't know if it makes. Yeah, you I should think it's be. A, it's so terrible <clears throat> for your back to but I mean, that really, carry all that around. It's mostly elementary, junior high. I don't know if it's it continues to high school. Maybe they have to elementary and junior. Yeah, the elementary kids. It's our, big. There. Our bags were so heavy back then. Aren't all the books digital now? Wait, That's true. Be, Good right. question. I don't First even know all, how it works. I never had. We never had anything in our bags in elementary school. It was always just papers because they didn't give us textbooks. You didn't have the desks that open up and you could like leave your books there. Yeah, but you wouldn't haul them like because in high school when you would go but from class to class, you had to you had to haul your books around. Mm -hmm. But in elementary school, you just had the one classroom. But I can't think of anything less cool. Than, than looking like a, a salesperson for a pharma company, <laughs> exactly. like wheeling your bag around. I mean, that. I mean, maybe that's what they want to be. I don't know. They make good money, so. <laughs> and these kids have phenomenal posture. Yes. I mean, that looks cool. I yeah. did. I did get yeah. sassed by some hipsters walking down the street you the other did? day. I really did. I was. What did they say? I was going from my car to my place, and there were these two hipster <clears throat> douchebags walking <laughs> real slow blocking the sidewalk just two two by each other and they knew i was coming and they just didn't move and mm. i was coming up on them and i was going fast and i said excuse me i'm gonna do you mind if i just pass through and they were Ooh, they harumphed at me and looked and then as i went by one guy said to the other said to the other guy he's late for his flight because i had the rolling thing <laughs> and, I, and i oh my god and i he, actually he turned around and raised a fist at him <laughs> yes how old were they would you say oh i don't know was yeah, one of them <laughs> shortish, um, somewhat curly hair, dark curly hair, bit of facial hair, if not like kind of a goatee to beard, and then his friend tall and lanky? Wait, do you know these guys? Because one time I was walking by two guys, and this was near uh, Garner Street, near Sunset, and I was similarly kind of in a hurry, but they were sitting off on some steps. I was wearing my ratty sweater, and they could have only seen me for three seconds before... The insult, or not, I think it was meant as an insult. The guy goes, when's the next novel due? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why did they say that to you? Because I was wearing a sweater. And a I, ratty sweater. Is it? Those are the famous Silver Lake Roasters. They, they just <laughs> walk up and down the street roasting people. I was so 
like flattered. I thought you, fin- you thought I finished one. Or he said, "When's the next novel due?" Oh, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Nice. This guy thinks I finished a book and published it. When's That's- the follow up? Yeah, <laughs> but you also awaiting. you also just described David Huntsberger. We when, wear similar clothing. Well, you just described like someone with curly brown oh, hair and like a shorter stubble, curly hair, though. and I was like, "You're just describing yourself, right?" <laughs> this was. <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute, are you making a confession?" Right? <laughs> um, Silver Lake Roasters, though, that'd be a great coffee shop. You go in, you get a seven dollar macchiato. You burn okay. the hell out they of tell you. you what's wrong with you. They go like, seven dollar macchiato. Yeah. What's up with you? When's it's your real hot. It's gonna burn dude. your mouth, but not as bad as this burn. Stupid yeah. shoes. Yeah. Not as bad as the script you're about to start writing. <laughs> Here's, um, here's your latte. Nice backpack dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> if you could have someone tell you what's wrong with you, would you want to hear? There's a no. website for that. Oh, Sarahara. There's a family for that. <laughs> <laughs> There's some website where you can have your friends anonymously say, like, gripe about you. Um, I think it's Saraha or something. Oh, it, really? I thought that was just a sound you were making. No, that is <laughs> just a general groan of sadness. Yeah. And the answer is no. I wouldn't want no. to. No. I don't think I would. Okay. I want to. I remember Bob Bryan from the Adam Carolla show did this and yeah. wanted to and like found out that people felt well, he was arrogant and smart. He was arrogant and smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was uh, like unfazed pretty. He he actually more than unfazed, he appreciated the feedback and tried to tackle what the things that were wrong. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's very en- very enlightened. Oof. Anyway though, no I would not want to. So, when I was in 8th grade, Apparently, we were all keeping our cubbies. To, we had we didn't have lockers. We had cubbies in eighth grade. In eighth grade, yeah. Did you take your shoes off and stuff? <laughs> no, that was kindergarten, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Similar. These were different. They were like big. It was like a like a shelving unit, basically, and you had a box. But they were called cubbies. You Sounds always like wanted, my kindergarten cubbies. I know they were actually very similar, just a lot bigger. You mm-hmm. just you really wanted an upper cubby, yeah, because otherwise you were someone's bitch, yeah. But anyway. Uh, we were keeping our cubbies way too messy. So as punishment for a week, and this was not an like weird arcane punishment school, but as punishment for a week, we couldn't use tote bags or backpacks. We all had to carry our <gasps> books around in tra- giant trash bags. Oh. <laughs> and I never, I never understood what this was supposed to teach us, though. It just that. resulted in like a bunch of kids having their parents write letters complaining about back pain because these were like a bunch of ass. And by the way, I did not do this. But I really, I literally, I'm not being facetious. Like I literally never understood what, what is this supposed to teach us having us carry stuff around in a trash bag except that it's inconvenient or it didn't make sense at all that to me. It still makes no sense. That knowledge right. is garbage. <laughs> I, I just read an art. I think I just read an article and maybe I, could have heard it here on this show. Nothing matters anymore in terms of my ability to know the difference. Um, they are not kids. Are can we start over, Jeff? Can we start over? <laughs> um, kids are not using their lockers at school anymore, and so high schools are now designing uh, their halls without lockers at all, or they're getting rid of the lockers because locker culture has just completely gone away, and it's a thing that this generation coming up doesn't even yeah. relate to. It wasn't this show. Because I did not have not heard this, but why do they not use lockers? Do they not trust the system? They and and I thought at first when I first saw that, oh, that's because they have all their textbooks probably on iPad or something, and they don't have textbooks. No, they still have a ton of textbooks. They just don't see the logic in having to stop by your locker between class. They were interviewing mm. kids, 
And I'm thinking, but what about to put your little, like to check yourself out in your tiny little mirror that you put up inside? So your put up, you know, cut out pictures of cute boys from yeah, magazines. So like for us, <laughs> well, yeah. So like for us, the locker was your space, right? You could go there. It was, you could put little pictures up or whatever, have a mirror or whatever. Um, but maybe they don't feel the need for physical, you know, their own space because they have a face, but like mm. it's all taken care of with social. So it's a redundancy socially or something. That's weird. Where are you supposed to mold oranges? Yeah. How, where are you supposed to slip someone a note or yeah, something? Right. You know, or what are you supposed to shove a kid into and <laughs> lock it? Did you guys ever want to carry all of your books bound together by a single belt? Yes. Like they did in the movies? Yeah. That seemed fun, right? Yes. I tried it once. It's almost impossible to get the books to stay in there. Yeah, I would think they would be sliding out willy-nilly. You need two belts. And I think you need two belts. You need like two bungee cords. Especially when you're skipping home from school, pushing a hoop with a stick. Yeah. They get all loosey-goosey. They get all over the place. And they fall oh, out. Yeah. And then they get run over by a Stutz bear. <laughs> I can't tell you how it's many sticks I broke. Too much. Speaking of pushing kids into lockers, Elliot's new thing is t- <laughs> taking... <laughs> yes. Taking Daniel's glasses off of his face and then putting them into his mouth. Shoving them in my mouth. I love it. (laughs) He's training to be a bully. He's like, eat your glasses, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) See see your teeth, nerd? (laughs) Yeah, he loves that. I mean, one day he'll be doing that to some kid in school and then he'll just go, well, this is what we do at our house. It's fun. (laughs) What do you mean, bullying? My pussy dad used to laugh and laugh (laughs) at this. My dad was such a nerd. I'd (laughs) make him eat his glasses, give him swirlies. You guys, I t- what's a swirly? It's where is you that- put a kid's head in the toilet and then flush it. I've only seen that in Brat Pack movies. Is that a real thing? It probably is. Yeah, I think of course it it's a real thing. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. Uh, I totally missed an opportunity for a great segue earlier when we were talking about luggage and things oh, you carry and travel and whatnot. They Did had you- luggage in the Brat Pack movies. Or you could have baggage. Yeah. Bullying. Yeah. Mm. Bullying gives you baggage. Hey, speaking yeah. of baggage... Did you know? (laughs) The average family visits five totally different websites before booking a vacation rental. You can spend less time planning your next trip and more time relaxing with Tripping.com, the world's number one site for vacation rentals. Tripping.com is trusted by millions of travelers and featured by the New York Times, Travel and Leisure, Forbes, and more. So whether you're looking for a cabin or a beachfront home to get away this winter or already looking ahead to vacations this spring, Tripping.com can help you find the perfect place to stay. Vacation rentals offer flexibility, perks, and amenities that hotels don't, like multiple bedrooms, backyards, hot tubs, free Wi-Fi, and even fully stocked kitchens so you can plan and cook your own meals. Great for families and large groups. With Tripping.com, or also just for a couple people, Daniel and I did this. We went uh-huh. to Palm Springs and we stayed in a house. You did. A house that fit a lot of people, but it was just us and our dog. With Tripping.com, and by the way, I could have used trippingup.com was not around then. I could have used it for sure because I visited like VR. I visited just a bunch of different websites trying to find the best place. And then I would notice that like, oh, that place is on both websites, which has a better price, et cetera. Mm-hmm. With tripping.com, one search lets you filter, compare, and sort over 10 million available properties on trusted sites like VRBO, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, and more. Don't wonder if you're getting the best deal. You'll save an average of 18% per night by booking your vote vacation with tripping.com so don't forget if you want to save time and money while booking the perfect vacation rental for your next trip head to tripping.com slash best friend today that's tripping t-r-i-p-p-i-n-g.com slash best friend tripping.com slash best friend okay i have to let you guys into my head a little bit um i'm crazy 
Yes, I am. So I have to have a minor surgical procedure, which is called an operative hysteroscopy, which is where they go into your uterus and remove polyps. And I've had it done before. Um, but anyway, I thought it was going to be the 23rd. And so now with Elliot, it just it's, it involves a little more planning because whereas in the past, Daniel would take me and just stay with me. Now, I think that maybe Daniel will take me and then come back and take care of Elliot. And then my mom will meet me there and then stay with me and then she'll bring me home because it's under anesthesia. Um, and I also just have the, la- the last time I had it at this same hospital, and I think I wrote about it on Facebook or possibly talked about it at the time, they... Don't use lidocaine. Some places use lidocaine to start an IV, which I prefer because you feel the sting of the lidocaine, but then you don't feel them digging around your arm. And they always have trouble starting my IV. But this place did not use it, even though I requested it. Um, and my doctor was like, they should, she, she was like, you can request it. They're not really allowed to say no. And I'm like, oh, but they said no a bunch of times. They told me it was too much. Like, I don't know. They just refused. And I could hear people around me, like, kind of, screeching for lack of a better word when they couldn't when they were having trouble placing the IV and like the nurses were kind of yelling at this person to calm down and the whole thing just freaked me out um and then I had kind of a traumatic birth so I'm just not super excited about a hospital not when you were born but when Elliot it might have been traumatic when I was born everything (laughs) affects me so I think it was traumatic for me medazolam get over it honey uh and the midazolam, I found uh. out, they legally can't give that to me until the doctor shows up. Um, and she only shows up like a minute before surgery, whereas they start your IV and keep you in this unpleasant place like two hours. It's like it flying internationally. So I'm like, I'm just going to get my midazolam early and then I can just be happy for a couple hours. But it should have occurred to me that like I've never actually experienced that, that, uh, What's the elation? What's the euphoria? Word? Euphoria. Thank you. <laughs> Euphemy is what I was where my brain was going, and that's not a word. The euthanasia. Yes, that is also what I was saying. That. Well, it is used for euthanasia of human mm. beings, oh, and I wow. feel like, hey, if that has to happen to me, I'll go out happy. Um, anyway, though, yeah, I, it makes sense that like you only ever feel it for you know a few seconds before surgery. Anyway, though, so I'm just starting to feel some anxiety about the surgery. But it's like, I, I feel okay about it. It, it was going to be this day. We had everything planned. Turned out it's not going to be that day. And they don't know when it's going to be. Which has me rattled, even though it's really not a big deal. It's just everything is kind of on hold till I find out. And I feel like that is how surgeries always are. You are always at the mercy of everyone else. And if there's one thing I don't like, it's being at the mercy of anything other than just my whims mm. but anyway <laughs> there really is a lot of waiting it's like you are the last person who is being out. considered for <laughs> anything when you're uh, having surgery and you're the one that's super upset and nervous about it and i feel really guilty for asking for any for not just being like a thousand percent cool and a-okay with every single thing there does feel like this, there's this pressure to be like i'm cool with anything which is really not I've found the attitude to take when you're the patient. Well, yeah. I'm, that's you know? the thing is I'm, I'm not there at your yeah. convenience and I'm, I don't want to make your life easier, but it's like, I always kind of want to go, yeah, whatever. And then, you know, it can be bad for you. Right. So, well, so when my doctor was explaining like all the things that were going to bum me out, that wasn't how she presented it, but huh. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, oh, is there any way? Oh no, I can't. Okay, cool. And then I got off the phone and I was like, wait a minute. I don't want to just 
do this again where I decide, sure, what, do whatever you want with this piece of meat that is my body. I'll just check out and like go to another place and we'll reconnect later. Um, and hey, it's like, I don't want to inconvenience you. I feel like part of the whole thing I learned from my whole birth experience, because one of the things that like bothers me about my birth experience is how much I just sort of disconnected from myself because I just it was just all too much and like there was so much unnecessary discomfort that I felt and I didn't really stick up for myself because and I felt like I was I felt like the nurses weren't really taking me seriously I was kind of annoying them and yet I had a right to be like wait a minute I had a baby could like let's talk about some things or I'm having a baby whatever instead yeah again I I just was like I'm just gonna be a good girl anyway I don't want to do that again so they were kind of, you would say like, I'm really in a lot of pain, could I? And they go, yeah, you're okay, sweetie. They, they, ga- they yeah. gave, gave her a, um, uh epidural, mm-hmm. but it didn't fully work, and they didn't oh. believe her that it didn't work. Well, I think they- Because you were feeling a lot of pain, and when they put the catheter in- Well, and that's they were, what it and was. And they were like, no, you're not, it's something, and you were like, no, I don't think it's working. And like, well- No, the, I don't even think I said it wasn't working- so they they put a urinary catheter in because mm-hmm. they say that you because when you have an epidural if it's properly working you won't feel the urge to go to the bathroom or something. So, although I've heard of situations in I've heard of situations where they don't like say that you have to have a catheter, but I was really nervous about the catheter. So they promised me that they would I would be numb when they put it in. So they put it in and all of a sudden I had the most intense uncomfortable oh my god my bladder is gonna explode oh my god i have to pee oh my god and i was like can you please just take it out please just take it out i I really just let me pee and they wouldn't do Mm -hmm. it because once they start the epidural they legally can't let you get out of the bed oof but like my i was completely not numb and so i kept saying i wasn't saying it's not working i was just saying like well you're in in pain i'm in a lot of pain i'm in a lot of pain like it's like an eight or nine out of ten My face was really frowny, if you know the little <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's, and it really, that was like some of the, and it was scaring me too. Like I just, cause it was just like pretty far well, into also, the labor. Yeah. Cause like if you're so feeling that now. Then they like, yeah. yeah, they just didn't really, eventually someone was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. She shouldn't be feeling this if her epidural's working. But that was like <laughs> the third thing they tried. The first thing was spraying a bunch of, like Dermacaine. Dermacaine. I was hoping you're gonna say Febreze. <laughs> Spraying a yeah. bunch of Febreze on yeah, my private. Came with one of those air fresheners. I'm not sure why they thought. I just think they. You're fading in and out a little bit. Is anyone else hearing that? It might just be you pulling off the mic. I might though. be pulling off the mic um, tonight. I just. Well, this is Allison's show. They just should oh, have. Ca- they should have called a doctor sooner, as opposed to having like assistant one and assistant two spray me with Febreze and Mm -hmm. then like advance the catheter, which did nothing. I think actually I was pretty dilated at that point, which I didn't know. So it's also possible the baby's head was pushing on my bladder and creating spasms, but I just wasn't supposed to feel any of that. So that was just like a thing where I was repeatedly saying how uncomfortable I am and like begging them, please just take it out. Please just take it out. And in, and they just they wouldn't. Um. Anyway, though, but back to the upcoming surgery that I'm looking so forward to. <laughs> It'll be fine, though. But um. So I talked to the woman at the doctor's office who schedules it, and there's like now another day. Okay, we're looking at this day. We think it can be this day, but she called the hospital, and the hospital 
told her that like wouldn't give her time. So she told me she has to have the doctor call because apparently they might release a time to the doctor. So I did, I have my doctors, my doctor and I text sometimes, but I try not to abuse that. Um, like sup. Yeah, exactly. But I, I called the office today to try to talk to the scheduler. She didn't call me back. So I texted the doctor tonight and I said, um, Hi, just wondering if you got a time or day from the hospital. And then she wrote back, Yesenia would know. Now, part of the... Did you have to look up what Yesenia means? No, (laughs) Yesenia is the name of the scheduler. The good news, though, now I know how to spell Yesenia because I've really been going out of my way to not ever have to write out her name because I don't know how to spell it. But anyway... Let us in. Yeah. Y-U-S-E-N-I-A. Y-E-S-E-N-I-A. I would have thought it was E-U-S... It's Yesenia. Um, Yesenia. I thought oh. it started with a J, you guys, so oh, wow. we're all wrong. Yeah. We would have been punched in our noses. <laughs> anyway, though, I think she probably was just saying to me, Yesenia would know. But in my head, it's like she's saying, don't bug me with this, lady. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't seem like a major um deliberation you should be i mean it, i know but it, i think it's because with because doctors are authority figures mm-hmm. and i just want her to like me and think that i'm <laughs> good you gotta get over that i know just right back just fucking tell me yeah. <laughs> out with it bitch. well Have that's the that? question when she's saying yesenia would know is it like she could just tell i i right. know get she it from yesenia get back to me just say that she has really no get idea. after i her. think she doesn't know she has yeah. no idea Big Mac, shelly yeah. and john <laughs> She has no idea, and she doesn't want you to feel like, oh, God, we have no idea. Like, she didn't want to text back, right. fuck if I know. So instead, <laughs> she was like, why don't you ask the person who I pay to know this stuff because I just come in and I cut stuff out of your right. body. I'm going to so, start doing that in my life. Someone asked me a question, I say, should know. Yesenia would know. Yes, Yesenia would know. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. The other thing is I get it because it's like before you have a procedure or before you get your meal delivered at a restaurant, you have to be <laughs> nice to the people who are going to do the thing. Yes, yeah. that is why you could be a bitch. That after. is what it is. That is what it is. It's it's not because I'm codependent. It's because you have total yeah. control over me. In a <laughs> or in Look, certain in my both. It's both. Yeah. Haven't you, though, seen someone be a bit so. of a jerk and then everyone suddenly afterward is so on edge that they yeah. don't want that jerk behavior to happen again, that they're a little more Yeah, attentive? I worked in a place like that. Well. <laughs> 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 That's the thing. That's what I'm realizing in show business mm-hmm. and maybe in the hospital. I don't... The prob- I can't go that far with the hospital. In show business, though, is that, yeah, if you're just like a little bit of a... Well, I don't think I've ever done this, but I've seen it happen. If you're just a little bit of a jerk, then all of a sudden you get treated better. But, yeah, yeah. It's not just in those, yeah. it's everywhere. It's like if but you go to a you'll hotel. You'll get a loogie you in your a- cervix. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, it does work. It's just that you got to, there's a line. If you cross it, you get the loogie. It's yeah. like the pre loogie like line. But I will say, being totally deferential and like, me, 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 in the hospital didn't get me any better treatment. And like, if, if no. I'm lucky enough to get pregnant again and do it again, first of all, I think I'll do it at a different hospital, I, but I definitely will in a nice way, just try to advocate for myself. I, I, we learned a lot of, from this, the last couple experiences in hospitals. And I think you, you gain nothing by being nice after a point. You want to yeah. start with nice because certainly there are nurses and caregivers who are really great and you don't need to be a jerk to them they will listen to you and you got to assume if you 
if you assume they're that way and you give them the benefit of the doubt, that's good. But if you get someone who's got whatever compassion fatigue and you say, hey, I'm feeling pain and they're not listening to you, then you can go right to being assertive about it. You don't have to yeah. be a jerk, but I, I don't, that part where you're trying to like nah, negotiate and say, just, just be really fucking clear because I do think that I've encountered enough people in whether it was a vet or whether it was nurses who just, they need to be yelled at. And <laughs> you're not in a position, you're in a position where my nurse listeners, I love you guys. But but the, you're, the stakes are too fucking high for you, and they're too fucking low for them. We mm-hmm. flew back from Europe on a flight that uh, got in at New York like 8 a.m. We're going to be back in L.A., whatever that is, 10, 10.30, something like that. Had transportation arranged. Our days had it like planned out. And then – or no, it was, it was a night thing. That's what it was. We're going to get in at night – transportation get home have our there it is the next day and they had us on this really short turnaround we had to go through customs then re-enter security and we're like sprinting to the gate i would rather give birth it was miserable (laughs) and like the whole time going like this is a really tight turnaround like let's get our stuff ready the moment we're off this like if you need to go to the restroom let's get in line first let's make sure we're ready we did everything you could conceivably do and we get to the gate and it's 10 minutes or whatever their cutoff is exactly and they're locking the gate yeah mm-hmm. we're like well, 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 we're here why didn't you call over the intercom why didn't you look and see that these passengers had clearly sorry there's nothing we can do so i start kind of giving them the business and my girlfriend tugs on my sleeve and i'm like well now we're not a united front they know one of us is nice <laughs> <laughs> and so we have to like walk away <laughs> And I'm so bummed out. There was nothing they would do. And we go over to this table. There's just two women. There's like a 40-year-old lady and her mother who's in mid-60s. And we're like, oh, such a bummer. They want us to like stay the night here. And they go, oh, yeah, we luckily got put on a different flight. And I go, how'd you do it? And she goes, we yelled at them. And I was like, yes, that's what you have to do. That's the move. So yeah. I think that you can be nice and kind of aggressive. In making well, it's like about aggression. Milan, yeah. mm-hmm. Like Caesar, the dog yeah. whisperer. You just yeah. got to be Caesar Milan. I yeah. I think I've read. I think it. people just want the the unpleasant behavior to go away, so eventually they'll just count. So I hate that this is, that we're advocating for being jerky, though. It's I, against my being whole point. Sticking can up I, for yourself. Wait, wait, yeah. Okay. I think there might be a, a, a male female thing here, which is I think that men are socialized to have an easier time being this way. Yeah, and women. Um, are socialized to be nice, yeah. And so I, that thing where that thing where f- to us it's like being assertive is not necessarily being mean. To you, it's being aggressive. It's transgressive. You're, you're, to do you're that. seeing that as you're seeing that as a negative. Whereas yeah. I'm not saying be an asshole. I'm saying just be assertive. I was in a really another airport store, really long security line. One of those ones where you're looking around and everyone's kind of checking each other's boarding pass back when everyone had physical ones mm-hmm. and kind of going like when are these flights like this does not look and we're all just sitting there kind of helplessly like i hope someone does something and this woman just started yelling hey there's too many of us in line here my flight leaves at this time and they came over and like opened it up and started waving all of us through and so she was a hero for a lot of us so i know i I think in my life like the hero quotient has been somewhat down the middle after 9 11 though because i feel like (laughs) yeah this is like when i just go through the airport being like I'm not doing anything bad. <laughs> Don't I mean, I am me. making a generalization. Obviously, yeah, yeah. not all women have that problem. Not all men are that easy to be assertive. Mm-hmm. I think but you I have think to like ask yourself 
especially if you're a lady, like what would Oprah do in this situation? Yeah. Mm. What would like what would Amal Clooney do in this situation? Like neither one of them would be like. Me, 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 well, they would kill you with kindness. I bet you the people that are most effective are the ones that can do this, and and you think, wow. I was just in a pleasant interaction, and yet they were super fucking assertive. Yeah. But also direct and to the point so right. that no one was like, I don't really know what you actually want. You know why? Mm. Because I feel like Oprah and Amal Clooney, no matter what situation they're in, they know that they're Oprah and Amal Clooney, respectively. Whereas I can be like, I'm Allison Rosen. I'm an adult. I have rights. I have, <laughs> I'm educated. I host a podcast. That comes in handy a lot at the airport and also in surgery um but then all of a sudden i'm you know lying down in the bed and someone's jabbing my arm and like having trouble and i'm a 12 year old yeah that's the problem is that it's so yeah. especially in 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 situations where i'm dealing with someone who's an authority figure it's so easy for me to just turn into a kid and when you're in the hospital you're having to give yourself over so much to things you don't understand that you put I think you put yourself in a state of mind of being compliant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to. So it's hard then to then go, no, now I need to be a certain... And there's so much trust and faith that you're putting in all these people because you have to. It's just a, it's a weird thing to kind of be both and straddle that line. That seemed, I mean, but as Oprah a, could. Oprah could. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if she's level, she's climbed all those levels to that point. There had to have been so many moments along that. I feel like being a parent, that's one thing that makes me so nervous about it. Like your child would see either way you go. You flip out and get what you want as a jerk. Child sees that mm-hmm. you stand there like, Dad, why'd that guy stand cut in front of us in line? Like, I don't know. I got nervous. It, it no. is interesting <laughs> so having to be more assertive because of your kid. Like, mm-hmm. there at, at Elliot's pediatrician, there's a couple different nurses who give shots, and he really was miserable when not the usual one. Gave, maybe the, it wasn't even like the regular one yet. It was just a different nurse that day and she gave him the shots and it just hurt. Like her shot giving technique just did not agree with him. And he was, cried a lot more earlier and was much more uncomfortable. So I had to request that the other one whose name I wasn't sure. So I'm like, this is going to be really, I, I'm just going to take a stab. I think, you know, um, but, but now she, is the one who gives him shots, but I wouldn't have probably wouldn't have been able to do that for myself. Right. Yeah. And you risk, you know, you're going, I was oh, afraid we're gonna I was going to insult the, the other one. The other one's going to be insulted, but in the, at the end of the day, you want to make sure that your son doesn't have the worst experience. And then I would Same. try to remind myself that, well, we are in LA though, where everyone is pretty outspoken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> outspoken. This tea is a little too hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you were the nurse and you're doing that, if some like say someone looked at you and said, "This is not an indictment on you and your technique, but it doesn't look like it's going great. Would you mind if we try someone else?" I think I would be like, eh. but I'd also like appreciate their tact. I'm like, yeah, let's see if so and so is better. Well, when I at, when I at the next appointment, I like quietly said, you know, I think he prefers shots given by Felly, mm-hmm. and that was her name. Um, nice. And then the woman I told it said that too was like oh yeah don't feel bad you know everyone has their preferences so i got the sense that it was common this is all reminding me of a a time we went to um me and some friends went to not scary farm which is not scary farm i don't know if you put this together but it's like (laughs) halloween it's like halloween oh look at that it's scary but where would this take place uh 
You mean when? Where? Where? At what location? Oh, at not uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Okay, that oh, makes a lot. Of, that that makes a lot see, of sense. Yeah. Cause, okay. Oh, you thought it was a different place. I thought it was not a scary farm. Yeah. Like oh, any given farm. No, no, no. It okay. is a scary farm. It's a scary farm. It's a wait. Not, can I awkwardly? Can I awkwardly interrupt you real fast? Because no, it depends on what it's for. Well, <laughs> and whose show this is? Whose show is it? <laughs> <laughs> Remember what you're going to say, but. If you're going to go to Not Scary Farm, I recommend getting a great night of sleep. And you know what would help oh, you do yeah. that? Brooklinen, you spend a third of your life in your sheets. They make a difference with how you sleep. Start getting better sleep with better sheets. Brooklinen, highest quality sheets, no big markup. So this is a company that was founded in April of 2014 by a husband and wife team. They're not just husband and wife. They're a team. Vicky and Rich Fool Up. They went to a hotel. They loved the sheets. They're like, let's get some of these sheets for ourselves. They asked the hotel. They found the sheets. They were something insane like thousands of dollars and they're like there has to be a way to get sheets that are this nice that aren't this expensive hence brooklinen it's the fastest growing bedding brand in the world over twelve thousand five-star reviews um they refer to it as luxury bedding underpriced you have to try these sheets today we have brooklinen sheets um they have a whole bunch of great different designs and colors too we got blue and white a couple different like the the duvet is a different pattern than the sheets because i'm like you know what i'm gonna mix it up i'm gonna be crazy uh and of course they also have like a bunch of different solid colors too Solids and prints. I love my Brooklinen sheets. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code ROSEN at Brooklinen.com. So it's a new promo code, you guys. ROSEN at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code ROSEN at Brooklinen.com. That's Brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code ROSEN, Brooklinen. These are the best sheets ever. Okay, I need to hear about Not Scary Farm, and then we have a very fun quiz coming. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> um, so I'll make it fast. We were in line for a ride because there's rides that are scary because they're exciting, and then there's stuff that's scary because it's hor- horrific. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, so this was a, a ride, and this family, um, it was a super long line, uh, went under the thing and just cut in front of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we had been waiting for a good hour or so. And it's that thing. And the dude is like a big dude, the father. And I'm, uh, I don't love confrontation. And I certainly don't love confrontation if I've done the math in my head and I go with this, I could get my ass beat. Yeah. Um, but my friend Alex, who's about the same size as me, he was just like, in this dude's face. Now, you know the, how those lines, everyone's like scrunched together. He was just like, is this the lesson you're going to teach your son? And, da, da, da. and they were just trying to like keep their back to us and not, you know, and, and just ignore us. And finally, they got out of line. He just he just wouldn't shut up until <laughs> oh finally. God. And I'm like, God, I wish I could be more like that. Like, and you've unafraid. admired Alex's tenacity in other realms as well. Yeah, he just is like he does, he's just willing to. He's just like I want that. I'm gonna make. Yeah, I'm he'll go just get go do things yeah. like that. And I um, I don't know. I'd be like, um, I guess I'm doing too much of the You're rolling the scenarios in my head right. of how this could go. And also, like, you don't know if they were cutting in line because they have a kid in the hospital and they promise the other one well, that they go and they have. You know what mm. I mean? You don't know, so you're just like, well, uh, it's gonna delay me one 
cycle of the ride, maybe, but you don't know no, their story. No way. I don't know. People in that situation no. have to ask because that's a golden ticket. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Could we? Yeah. If that was the case, they should have. Yeah. Some people did that to us at um, Disneyland where they let one of the, I'm sure this was a planned thing. One kid, oops, trickles in front of us and is playing around with something. Now the second kid comes up. Mm. A parent goes, ah, I'll take care of him. Comes up. Now the whole family's there. <gasps> and I was like, uh, what's going on here? And then they were quickly like, oh, so I guess you guys want to. I was like, yeah, in fact, we do want to stay where we were. Which they, ride was it? Oh, man. It was one of, I think it was the. Um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. <laughs> have you done the Toy Story one? Long. Have you done the Toy Story one where you like pull the string and yes, you shoot stuff? Buzz, yes. I think it was that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I wanted to get in there and shoot that stuff. Heck yeah. <laughs> and you get a picture emailed to you at the end. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. And I think in that, this might have been a different one, but a, a group came in and it was like young girls, but a mom with them. And they, they were joining somebody, but they like clearly lifted up the chain and all came streaming in. And I just was pointing at them and glaring at them. <laughs> oh, no. They were too far ahead for me to say anything, but I just, every time we passed them in the snake, I would just give them such a stink eye, like shame on you. <laughs> It also, it gets a little exhausting to be the bullshit police, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you kind of have to pick your battles, because it just, it'll just wear you out. To be yeah. fair, Jeff, like, you're always the bullshit police, so it is a full-time job. I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to retire my yeah. assignment. I know. What's your technique in, in situations like that? It depends. Uh, the thing that I like to do is I'll say to people, come on, we all know how this works. Right. That's, a t- that's, <laughs> that's kind a of what guy. I did to the guy. Like, don't, 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 yeah. don't do this. We all know how this works. There's a line. Yeah. You know, get in line. This will end in a body bag. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great thing to do at Disneyland. Everyone's favorite happiest place. You know when you're the person and you want to go to the front of the line to ask something just very quickly or oh, like right. hand in a ticket or like someone left these sunglasses. Whatever or ask it is. for a napkin or something. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you just feel mm-hmm. everyone uh-huh. like... That's the weirdest feeling. Like, hey, that, that, hold on, I'm not the, I'm not a terrible person storming up to the front. But then I do. I can't do that. No, I don't. Like, no matter how small it is, it's like I, I wait my place in line because you don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you don't. You wouldn't just run in and hand him sunglasses. And like, someone left these. See ya. Yeah, no, that that's a that's a scoot ahead. That's a that's scoot a, ahead. Yeah. You get a pass. That, but if you're in line for a product or service, yeah. You, oh, that's you, totally yeah, different. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend, so I used to go to South by Southwest always because um, I wrote about music for various magazines. So I went like for nine years um, and it was super fun. But there are always big lines to get into shows and part, maybe not shows. There are lines for shows. No, I I can't remember if we were, if this was parties or shows, but the whole thing is a line festival. The whole thing. Yes, it is. And you have a badge and usually you can get in with your badge, but it's just waiting in line a lot. Um, and one year... My friend, I'm not going to say her name, um, I was hanging out with her, Pune (laughs) Basserpin, and her way of handling South by Southwest is just to go up to the front of the line and then just sneak, not really sneak, I don't think there was actually sneaking in because you do have to show your badge or have to give your name, but basically just waltz to the front of the line. I remember her like grabbing my hand and kind of dragging me and I was like, oh, it's so much easier this way. Yeah. But it's almost, it's like the social equivalent of being like shoplifting. It's so much cheaper this way. <laughs> like, And then I remember the next year being like, yeah, I don't have it in me to do that without someone pulling my hand yeah um and it's what we're talking about it's like being a jerk except yeah. that it's being a jerk in a line of entitled jerks but still it's cheating 
Yes, yeah. it is. But it gets you there so much faster. <laughs> I was just, it was interesting though, because we had just become friends. Yeah. Um, Are you still friends? No. She's in New York and okay. I don't, I like her, but we don't talk very often. Um, But it's just interesting to see like how uh, that, how someone with that attitude goes through life. Mm. I feel like that's the, I, I, I wonder how many people, if like the carpool lane was mandatory three people and your friend pulled over and, and passed everybody and there were only two of you, very few of us would be like, Hey, come on. I think we would all go, this is kind of nice. Like the tickets on your end is I'm just a passenger. <laughs> yeah. <right." laughs> Um, support for Allison Rosen as your new best friend comes from RX Bar, a whole food protein bar made with 100% whole ingredients. RX Bar's core ingredients do all the talking. It's simply like eating three egg whites, two dates, and six almonds. Um, have you guys tried RX Bars? They're, they're so, so they're delicious, good. But they won't stop talking. I don't get it. The ingredients. <laughs> I found fa- they're so good. That I found, I found (laughs) part of one that was in, we went to uh, where Elliot's baby class is, which is also a store, and bought something, and Daniel was really hungry on the way there, and I'm like, I have an RX bar in my bag, so I gave it to him. He ate it, but like left a bite. It was a, I think it was chocolate sea salt flavor. Yeah. There was a bite left, and I found it in the bag along with Elliot's sippy cup that I bought like months ago and I thought I wonder if I can still eat this RX bar I tried to take a bite it was it was real hard so I couldn't turns out turns out that you can't eat them three months later but that's how much I wanted to whether you like sweet or I don't know if that no I think that is a good that's a good recommendation yeah Yeah. that's what I'm saying I I didn't leave the bite because I didn't like it I left the bite because you're forgetful well because I think he demanded my attention and I had to put it away well it was and it was in our kitchen (laughs) For a long time. Mm, but they're really good. The coconut one's my favorite. Whether you like sweet or savory, chocolate or fruit flavors, there's an RX bar for you. They come in 11 delicious flavor varieties. They're gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, no added sugar, artificial flavors, preservatives or fillers. Uh, throw them in your bag for the plane or in your backpack, like we were talking about earlier, for a bike ride or hike. Um, for 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash BFF and enter promo code BFF at checkout. rxbar.com slash BFF and enter promo code BFF at checkout. Okay, so given that Allie Ward is the host of the Ologies podcast, oh, shucks, <laughs> which you can get on iTunes and, and... And you should. And you should. You really should. That's nice of you. She's going to quiz us on ologies here i'm passing out paper so people can write stuff down here daniel this was allison's idea she was like would you want to do this yeah i I love that is really that's a great idea and i'm very flattered because ologies have really weird names and she's like what if you quizzed us on the meaning of some ologies yes so um was this inspired by this week's to this week's was toothology which is squid no, That's a weird name. I would have right? thought it was study of teeth. Wait, exactly. Wait, 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 wait. It's called toothology. Yeah, it's not called squidology about teeth. No, no, that would be uh, in weird. the upside down. That is exactly what would happen. Toothology. But wow. Toothology is study oh. squids. Am I seeing the right thing? What's the etymology there? Is tooth? No, tooth means a uh, squid or cuttlefish in Greek. What am I? Weird. Wait. So does teeth are d- oh, also gotcha. derive from squid? No, it's or cuttlefish. Oh, so tooth. Yeah. 
as as we mentioned in the episode, you're she's boned by phonetics on that one. Interesting. Yeah. So what, how many are there? A million. What is the study of phonetics? Oh God, that's a good question. I don't. I I'm sure it's in here. I have this book, yeah. um, an exhaustive list of ologies. Oh. I got me. My friend Hannah got me this book, and um, it's crazy. There's so many. And a lot of them are, I just turned to one page and like three in a row are so weird. Do you guys want to try and guess? Yes. Time for you to get on board because missing it. You can't afford to star and miss Allie Ward. Allergies quiz. What? What's the term for this and that? Like maybe you will wonder in the allergy for thinking that Allie is hot. Oh it's my God. Allergies quiz. I'm flattered beyond belief. <laughs> Courtesy of Trap Dog. Oh my God, that's amazing. How long have you been hatching this plan? Seriously, like an hour and a half. He's amazing. Oh my God. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but it was it was today that I reached out to him. Stop. Yeah. That's the that's the most flattering thing I've ever heard in my life, you He's guys. Great. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, how many do you want? What do you guys four? think? Four? Do you want to do four? Okay, let's do sure. four. Okay. Okay, so she's going to say it and then we write down what we think it is. And then we'll find out who's okay. the smartest. Okay. These are some of these are gonna these might be difficult, you guys. Um, okay. Dendrochronology. What do you think it is? Can you break it down? Some of it. I feel like we need quiz sounds. I know. Oh. It's gonna make it hard for Jeff to also do the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys have a guess? Wait, no, I haven't I haven't written anything down yet. Okay. We need a little more time. This God, is there's super... some weird ones, okay. you guys. There's some real weird ones. Um, wait, hang on. Dendrochronology. Think of what has a dendra. And do you know anything about dendrites? Neurology. Mm. Although it doesn't have anything to do with uh neurology at all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and chrono. All right, I have, can, I have something written maybe down. Maybe you can have a guess there. Uh, all right, now, guys, do we do all... Do we? No, maybe we say the answer for each one now, right? Yeah, you guys want to? Is everyone ready? No, I don't have an answer. Yet. Okay. You have an answer? Okay. I was, li- I was listening to the music. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good music. Okay, I'll give you two. We'll do it in pairs. We'll okay. do two pairs. Okay. Okay. Killology. K-I-L-L-O-L-O-G-Y. Killology. What could that be, you guys? K-I-L-L-O-L? Yeah. What is this the study of? The study or the art of? Is There's some real weird ones in here, you guys. Um, For example, while you guys are thinking on that, there's a... Tegastology is the study of beer coasters. Who hmm. does Tega- that? What? Tegastology, study of beer coasters. Why does that need a study? Uh, now are coasters designed only for beer? I don't, well, I mean like beer or beverage coasters. Uh, okay. It comes from the Latin for tegas, meaning mat. But I mean, are there people that have that job? I don't know. Wow. There's Maybe there's someone who's like, oh yeah, my uncle studies that for the Smithsonian and he would be a tegastologist. I don't know. Who are these people? What are their lives? You can tell a lot about a culture from the tegastists. <laughs> it's possible. Okay, so you guys want to try and guess? Yes, what those are their answers. Okay, dendrochronology. You guys got some. You guys got some ideas. David, you go first. I said the study of wasps' wings. Oh, that's interesting. You're cr- incorrect. Damn it! I'm so sorry. I said um, telling how old something is by the length of its stalk. 
You are almost correct. Let's let's hear the other answers. Jeff. Mine was studying the history of the measurement of time. Oh, that's Ooh. a good guess. Incorrect. Daniel. I have this the age of hair growth. <laughs> <laughs> Study of or the order that hair grows on your <laughs> Um we do need a winner sound for Allison. <gasps> You won. What is it really? It means the study of tree rings, that how old a tree is based on its uh, rings. So you said stock. That you won, dude. Thank you. Yeah, you won. Point for me. How did you break that down? That's amazing. Um, well, chrono I knew was age. Was time. And then den dendrite I just thought it's something plant related. That's great. Or stock. I was thinking of rhododendron and also there was another word with dendrum in it, but I, now I don't know. All right. You broke that way down. Um, I'm very proud of you. I don't, that's a, that was a really difficult one. Okay. Killology. Oh, killology. Oh, yeah. What do you guys think? Dave? I went with whale semen. <laughs> study of whale semen. It's right. a pretty good guess. Incorrect, but I am, I am interviewing a cytologist, which is a whale person this weekend. Ooh. Incorrect. I'm so sorry. Ask them about the semen. I, w- I will. <laughs> what do you think, Alice? Study of energy units. Ooh, that's a good But one. incorrect. Incorrect. Yeah. I said the study of rivers. Oh, that's incorrect. That's uh, potomogy or pot- that's, uh, potomot. Mm, one of those. Yeah. Incorrect. Daniel. Uh, the study of heavy stuff. Also a good guess. You guys, I, this was kind of a gimme. It's was li- it murder? It's literally the study of killing human, <laughs> humans killing humans. It's, no, it isn't. It's, is that the dumbest shit you've ever heard? Killology? Killology. That's like the joke of what you would call it. I know. So these are some of these are going to be tricks, guys. <laughs> no. It might be the obvious. I know. I thought I'd throw that one at you, but okay. Make we'll way. You I'll see what happened here. I'm a murder studier person. I'm, I'm a, a murder studiologist. Right? <laughs> I mean, there's like there's some that are just like, okay. okay. Scienceology. <laughs> the study of science. Yes. I don't know. I thought maybe one of you guys would just guess that. Like, that's ah, so dumb. Too dumb. It's especially for something as like grave and awful as that. Sure. You would think yeah. there'd be like anyway. Um, okay, here's here's another one. Vexillology. V e x i l l o. V e x i l l o. What do you think? Vexillology. What could this be? I think I know what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't need to write this down. Well, if Daniel thinks he knows, that means it has to do with blueberry flavored <laughs> breakfast oh. cereal. <laughs> Breakfast cereal is the best. Yeah, you guys. Sorry, does everyone have something down? Um. Uh uh uh. Blanc 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 e d blanc. Okay, I have something written down. You have something written down. Does everyone? Okay. Yeah. You guys have that one, and um, let's do that one, and then uh, teratology, t e r a, tology, teratology. I feel like these are a lot of these are very hard to guess, but you never know. This is just goes to show there's a weird ology for everything. Okay, what do you guys think? Wait, we got to write down the last one. Hang on. Teratology. Teratology. That's the first one we're guessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terra with a T. I think that's yeah. the study of dirt and/or soil. That's a great guess. That's what you would think it is. Yeah. Incorrect. Damn it. I'm so sorry. Wait, are we are we doing the other one too? Yeah, we'll do. We'll end with vexillology. Vexil- okay. Well, I also, I said study of the Earth's surface. I know, yeah. I know, you would think. I said the study of why I didn't take Latin in high school. Fuck. If it's the I study have a, of I have what a happened up to, guess. Okay. what if it's the study, study of, of what happened to Tara Reid's career? <laughs> <laughs> the, study, the study of maps? 
No, that's another great guess. You would think Is Tara. This study of turtles? No, God, I wish. Terapatology? That would be so great. I forget what the, there is a study that I can't think of it offhand. It's the study of monsters. Oh, man. Monsters or tumors. But what, how does that work? Tara. Who comes up with these? I mean, I don't, okay, it's a study of monsters, freaks, abnormal growths, or malformations. Have you ever heard of a teratoma? Maybe. A teratoma? A teratoma is when something grows in your insides. Uh, It's made out of bones and teeth uh, and hair. Oh, I thought that's a, um, it lives. I, um, what was that movie called? Yeah. It comes. It's not like there's a thing where the, it lives. It lives. Rosemary's Baby. No, what's the one with the teeth and the vagina? Oh, a vagina dentata. <laughs> the, I don't know. That's a real thing, though. Sometimes <laughs> vagina yeah, dentata. Wait, is that is really a, a real a, thing? I've heard. I've. I feel like it is. Veg- vagina dentata. I don't think is an actual thing. No, you it's can, a mythological thing, isn't it? You can't just have so. a lump of hair and tissue and teeth that grow in your body. Mm-mm. I think that's called like a dendrite cyst or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, that's a type of teratoma. It's real gross. If anyone's listening to this while eating, do not Google it. No, but don't. yeah, that's the. I mean, even if you're not eating, don't Google it. I know, mm-hmm. I know. Okay, you guys ready? Any guesses on vexillology? Yes, that's how you end up getting the vapors. <laughs> you get vexed. <laughs> well, I do declare. <laughs> yeah, I'm a vexologist. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn it, over Pat, Pat Squirrel. I'm so sorry, mm. Allison. You got any guesses? Study of fractals. No, that's a good one though. I'm so sorry. These are so hard. I'll pick easier ones next time. I said the study of confusing things. That's a great one because it's vex. But no, See? Daniel. The study of flags. You are correct. <gasps> How did you know that? I- I, for some reason, I know it. I don't Are know. you serious? When yeah. he turned away over there, he was Googling it on his phone. I was not looking at my phone. <laughs> did you Did you really know it? I did. That's amazing. Who right. does this? Who does this is the question, you guys. Thank you for playing. <laughs> well, wait, no. Oh, oh no. Okay. We're, we're tied. Daniel and I each <gasps> have a point. Or does he have more of a point because he really knew this one? No, I no. Feel like I feel like you should seven, get more eight. of a point for guessing. All right, we need a tiebreaker. Yeah, you okay. should get more if credit because you, it, you didn't look yours up on the internet, Yeah, Allison. I did not. Oh, Fella man. on the screen here, he held it up. <laughs> I got him working for me. <laughs> okay, here's one. I'm going to have you guys guess. Heliology. H-E-L-I-O-L-O. Heliology. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Yeah. Helios. What does Helios mean? You guys know Helios uh, ready? Means? We'll probably have a similar guess. Yeah. Okay. You go ahead. Study of the sun. That's my guess. Yes. You're both correct. <laughs> okay. One more. Shit. I also guessed study of the sun. Did you really? Yes. Did Pat have any guesses? No. I sun. I definitely thought the sun. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely sun. I feel I like I all Pat's eliminated. guesses should be a uh, study of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> study of acorns. <laughs> um. Well, it's actually S Q W A R E. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. It's not spelled. It's pronounced well. Okay, here's one last one. Here's a tiebreaker, you guys. Seriology, uh, seriology, like so, the serial plus. Can you? So okay, can you use that in a sentence, please? Uh, I <laughs> Wait, study seriology. No, okay. <laughs> spelled like cereal, you said. Yeah, spelled like cereal. Seriology. Seriology. Wow. So just keep in mind that for all of these, there's someone out there who does this. And like this is their life. What is their life about? I want to know everything. Study of cereal. Study of cereal. Study of grains. Both pertinent guesses. Yeah. Study of crop circles. (laughs) Does that require studying? Isn't that just a hoax? Daniel and I can have a tie. (laughs) We'll just have to live. Yeah. Tied. We'll 
live to play again. Yeah, now you guys know. There's yeah. weird ones out there. <laughs> That's is amazing. It. But now you guys know. Poconology, study of beards. Who does that? Someone does. I'm fascinated by it. Poconology? Poconology, study of beards. Huh. Who's studying it? What are they studying? It's anyway. the mo- Movember. Movember. Movember, people. <laughs> I couldn't decide. That's, that's who's studying it. Um, we're going to do Just Me or Everyone in a moment. But first, I want to say, I'm on Patreon. You can submit your alliterative I can't say it, but you can submit your alliterative carbs. There's bonus episodes. In fact, I'm going to ask Allie Ward if she'll be the guest for the bonus episode next Hell month. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, Allie, bonus episode with Allie Ward next month. Uh, all different reward levels. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Or everyone. Skadoop doop. Gang got it. I always wait for you every week to do it. <laughs> Is it hot in here? No. No. Okay, great. <laughs> Ray Morgan says, I like potato soup, but hunks of potatoes in other kinds of soup annoy me. <gasps> I don't like hunks in any of my soup. Get a I only hunks, like the better. Hunk, yeah. <laughs> Give me the like, hunks. Get the hunks out of my soup. <laughs> Um, I love a hunky see. soup. So yeah, what, d- I mean, what's he throwing it in? Like a tomato soup? That might be a little right. Weird. What would what soup would a be chowder. the least hospitable to a potato? Yeah. See, chunk. I think oh, potatoes. Miso. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be super weird. Yeah. Or like uh, a bisque. Mm-hmm. But I think you know, in a in a clam ch- New England clam chowder, you know, you can have uh, hunks of potato. I've uh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I feel like he's allowing for that. Who is it who's anti-vichyssoise? Moi. That and gazpacho. I am. Get out of here. That's right. And I disagree. Really? It's all it is is like, do you want some soup we left on the counter overnight? And you're like, no, it's cold now. And they they bring it to you and they're like, we have this delicious treat. It's a tomato smoothie. And you're like, get it out of my face. (laughs) At least in Mexico, they have the common decency to call it a condiment. Yeah, it's salsa. Salsa. It's I can't I can't. Look, I see what you're. I appreciate what you're trying to do here. But That's I disagree. Right. I'm sorry. It's all right. Oh. But you don't see vichyssoise anymore. Like when I was, I have officially become that old. When, when I, I was, was a child, you could get vichyssoise at a restaurant, and it would be served to you on like a special silver thing on a bed of ice. It was like mm. they had a special soup chiller. Serving apparatus. I don't like my swaz vichy. I like it not vichy. All right. Wow, which Popeyes were you eating at when you were a kid? <laughs> I know it sounds fancy, but I think it was just Las Vegas. I think that's most of my childhood. If, if it was a childhood experience that wasn't people at our house, it was Las Vegas. People, yeah, people don't know half your childhood was at Caesar's Palace. That's right. Sometimes <laughs> Desert Inn. Sometimes, yeah, we cheated on Caesars with Desert Inn later in the day. I always preferred Caesars though because I enjoyed the pageantry. I'll say this: the Desert <laughs> Inn is where we used to go in college because I was convinced that um, the slots. down the downscale casinos would you would win money at, and I did. I would win money there. So really? I don't know if my yeah, I'd go in and play blackjack and win a bunch of money. Well, that's all skill though, right? 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's how they had the cards. Like maybe they had fewer decks in the thing. I don't know. I think loose slots is one of the grossest terms. Around. It? it really is. It's there's nothing. It's just it reminds me of just like. Beavis and Butthead do America when Cloris Leachman's like, or is it Floris Leachman? Cloris. 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 Oh, Cloris. She's like, hey, have a little slot. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. It reminds me of all kinds of loose stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. Like what else? <laughs> this one time we stopped and ate at the breakfast buffet at Caesar or at Circus Circus. Oh, God. Yeah, there was some loose things happening after. Oh, <laughs> Circus. You don't want to eat at Circus yeah, Circus. Yeah, we learned that real quick. I think on The Simpsons, when they went to Vegas or some gambling town, they had a sign that said, loosest craps in town. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I just peaked your level so hard. Was Circus Circus ever pristine and nice? Like in it? Was it it born needing to be refurbished? (laughs) It feels like it. As a young child in uh, Reno. Oh, my God. I forgot. We are besmirching close to your hometown. How dare you? I'm sorry. (laughs) They The Circus Circus, like, floor that was... They had the gaming floor, but then there was also this area that was like kind of circusy. They'd have yeah. acrobats yes. come yeah. in, and then they had the motorcycle guys in the cage. Mm. That was really fun. And mm. I remember one time I was pretty good at aiming stuff, and I'd throw these footballs through a tire. I was like eight, and I won a ton of them. And then this guy just randomly came over and goes, all right, you're done. And I was uh, like, what? You got cut off? I got cut off. They like couldn't give away too many plastic cups to me, I guess. Oh, Did that. they you pay you're a ringer. It was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like a buck for six of because them or something. But if you got them through, then you keep going. So I was just But the going toys, those toys are less, they cost them less than one go. Right. So you could keep doing that. They're still making money. It's weird yeah. that he would cut I remember, out. oh, so this comes back to our thing where like my mom was not being a jerk, but I kind of wanted her to because mm. she was putting, she was resisting and being like, wait a second, what, what is it? And they go, oh, you can't win more than six or eight or whatever. And she goes, there's no sign posted. You know what it is? Oh, I know what it is. He didn't want you winning them all and then opening your own right next to it mm. <laughs> yeah. and undercutting it's them. It's fair because I would have. I was just nailing them. They probably just thought you were a cyborg from the future and they're oh. like, well, we got to nip this in the bud. Yeah. yeah. Probably. They have Damn no it. cyborg signs now. Mm. So Sir- wait, what happened? Your mom was resist- resisting and then what happened? Then we kind of just acquiesced. Mm. You know, like wow. He just was like, I'm sorry, that's our policy. We're like, let the kid throw some more. He's like, sorry, I can't. He's like, I'm dressed like a referee, and this is what I say. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it used to be a good place to take kids, but the last time I was at Circus Circus, it, they have like needle dispensaries in the bathrooms and like stuff in the convenience smart there that you don't see anywhere else. Like... Just real truck stop type stuff, right. which is different than what you find at Caesars. You know, so yeah. I, not needle dispensaries, but like put your dirty needles. Yeah. Put your d- dirty needles in here. Yeah, I stayed there. I think I in two thousand eight or something. It was one of those things where like I was going into town, just needed a place to crash. Didn't care what it was. I was like, I don't care. I'll just get the cheapest place. And it was so not worth anything. It was. Mm-hmm. So horrible! It's, yeah, the, the rooms at the circus. Rooms. The rooms at Circus Circus are like how many suicides have been in this room? Like you can <laughs> see the, you know, just the deterioration yeah. of human flesh in the carpet. What are you? I a would love if there was a game <laughs> where you say the just me or everyone, then play sentences like that and be like, which one do you think this came from? <laughs> Inspired this it. one's about soups. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know what was oh, my favorite game, though? The one where there's like a bunch of plastic horses with little... I, there's not little jockeys on them, I don't think. Maybe they there are. They run and you shoot the water? No. 
I was never as into those. The horse racing uh-huh. one. Yeah, where you roll a ball. There's like a bunch of different little holes in an upside down triangle ahead of you, and you roll a little ball, and if you get it oh, into like ski ball. The, how far you, it goes, it's depending. It's on not which. quite ski ball. Yeah, like in the all the way in the back are the red circles, and then there's like blue and yellow, and you try to get it in the red circle. Without, but without going too far, because then it hits the gutter if it goes yeah. too far, I think. So, so it's in the family of skee-ball. Yeah, no, it doesn't... Sorry, not a gutter in the back. It, like, rolls forward. We get so it. So anyway, <laughs> red goes the furthest, and then, like, another color goes less. And anyway, mm. you just keep trying to get the balls, and yeah, and you aim, uh, and then you can win, like, a pretty good stuffed animal on that one. That one's pretty fun. Those those ones where you're just competing against a line of people are the most fun yeah. to do with the thing. Yeah. I also like used the water to be gun mm-hmm. or the balloon. Yeah, pretty good at that game where you have to roll the ball and get it to go over the first hump, but not but like like the bowling ball. Ones. Yeah, you roll it over the first hump, but not so hard that it goes over the second hump or something, and you get it to like hang out in that divot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was my special skill. It's too I was bad, like you. Too bad they the couldn't. Footballs. You couldn't letter for that in high school. I yeah, you know? I know. Oh, well. All right. Marty Stewart says, I can't paint my fingernails because it makes my hands super hot and feel like they are suffocating. My toes don't seem to mind. Interesting. Hmm. I definitely can feel the weight and like the wetness of nail polish on my nails. And I know it doesn't make my hands hot and suffocating, but I know what she means with like, you definitely feel it on your fingernails. You do? Huh. Mm-hmm. I never felt it. <laughs> Have you had a lot of nail polish on? Um, whenever my mom and my sister would, you know, crank it out, I'd get in the mix as well. Uh, yeah. And like, I really like how, like, when the, uh, the brush pushes down and like, especially as a kid, it'll fit your fingernail perfectly. Yeah. So you could do the I one used to like stroke. That too. Oh, it's nice. I, I good. wish they had something that men could put on their nails. that wasn't, it wasn't glossy. It wasn't paint or anything, but would just harden the, the enamel and smooth it out. I think much I like would, horseshoes, there should be a little T-type thing that runs up the spine of your fingernail, and you can kind of glue it to the front Just of to your harden nail. the nail. Harden the nail. Yeah. No more bending backward, no more breaking. I actually bet you could get some kind of gel manicure with clear matte polish. No, I don't yeah, want to go to a place. That. I want a thing that Two I could part just put epoxy, on. go to the hardware store. Hey, well, <laughs> I could put epoxy on there. Yeah, but like, seriously, I, I think that that would be a good thing. Just get steel nails, mm-hmm. and then I could, you know, open things and not be tempted to chew on my nails jb weld google it all right i'll do it with horses feet a lot of times you people will like on the outside all this keratin kind of like file it down so it's new and then put this kind of epoxy around it and a lot of the old timers are like it's got its own natural protection in there that's just weakening in in the hoof wall Mm. so maybe our nails the same way as well like when you file them down like that you're taking away a lot of the essential natural keratin Maybe. Bond, whatever. Nails. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think about the hoof filing? I down? think there's something to that. I think when they're, they look all, they just look gross when they have a bunch of stuff on them, but they are a little stronger, I think. Hmm. Who knows? All right. Mr. Boinkity says, I have a feeling I do the mansplaining thing, but I do it to everyone. So don't know if I should be ashamed or not. I don't think you should be. <laughs> A man explaining something is not necessarily mansplaining. Right. Mansplaining is the greatest scourge since Sasquatch theft and <laughs> leprechaun fraud. <laughs> if he's being asked to do it, maybe he just feels insecure or it sounds like he's I, te- one of those guys like, actually, in the 7th century. Right. right. I yeah. think mansplaining is only really when you're kind of being patronizing. When you're... 
Oh, you're, you're going to tell us what mansplaining is? No, no, I'm trying, to figure yes. out, I'm trying to figure out the difference between just, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm puzzling it out. I think it's when you are assuming that a woman uh, doesn't know something and you're telling them something when you have no reason to assume that they don't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. like, tell me something I don't know. Right. Like, yeah, you're, well, you're welcome to the that. world. Welcome to life. <laughs> but that does, I mean, it does Everybody happen. does that yeah. always. It's so fun to I have people in my life uh, who do who just go on whether it's retelling a story it's not exactly explaining but you go right yeah yep and the, and they just keep going like it's a part uh, of right. them where they cannot they're, stop they're definitely like I get it women can be annoyed by men ma- explaining things but men do it to men too and it's just as annoying <laughs> to men when men do it to you yeah. like I right then I, you ran into the guy that right. well, sure and then the, oh, and they just keep going <laughs> stop mansplaining me dude <laughs> yeah and, and try being the only person in your longtime circle of friends without kids and having that like as soon as they have kids man or woman they talk to you like you are an idiot yeah yeah they are smart they okay, know everything Jeff, and they but let me, tell you, <laughs> let me tell you about life that you don't understand <laughs> Sooner Magic says, just me or everyone, a nap must be made on top of a made bed using a quilt or fleece blanket. Getting Get under the, the covers here. officially changes it to real bedtime. I spent my life being this. I got really animated. <laughs> That's how much I care about it. You're not even assertive with your own bedding. I spent my life feeling this way. I never, ever, ever got back under the covers Ever, unless I was like sick and I was in bed that day or yeah. something. Um, in fact, even when I would take in, throughout pregnancy, when I would take two naps a day, I would nap sideways on like I can't, I can't mm. even lay the normal. Ver- to be ha- fair, I'll, I'll come in to go to bed and you will be upside down in the bed. <laughs> I only like did that once recently. Way. All right, you saw that? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I was like. What's this weird shape? Because it's dark. I'm like, what happened to her head? And then it's those are your feet, and then the whole thing. Is, yeah. yeah. The confusing. real question is, is what do you do about makeup? Because if you're wearing any kind of makeup at all, and you want to nap, you have to nap like like Dracula with just right. hands over your crossed over your chest, and nothing touches your face, or else you're just asking, asking for adult acne. What I was gonna say <laughs> is, now I've started getting. I, st- I get into bed all the time. I make my bed like 15 times a day. It's a I just right can't, in under I the covers. Oh my God. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go. It's because I'm addicted to my electric blanket. I think I've talked about that. Sometimes for a daytime nap, I'll just go on top of the sheet under the electric straight, just straight throw on my <clears throat> heated blanket on my body. Um, but with the comforter over it. Um, but... Yeah, none of this happens if I'm wearing makeup. If I'm wearing makeup, then it's like, no, I just have to actually be be present today. I know. I'd like to apologize for my initial reaction. I thought he was saying that's the only way you could take a nap is with all this crazy stuff on the bed and you lay on the bed. Mm. I thought he was like lim- eliminating like a couch nap or floor nap or oh. rocking oh. chair, recliner, et cetera. Nap. No, I think he's just saying you don't for get him, in. you can't get in. Gotcha. I'm I th- with him. I'm with him because... It's 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 about you. It's not about the bed. I'm not being codependent with the bed here. Okay, uh, it's all about signaling to yourself that this is a short term thing. I'm just getting in here. I'm not committing to sleep. This that's isn't the, just the tip of naps, though. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, but that's how you do it. You got to do just the tip with naps because 
otherwise you could do that thing where you get into bed, you know, you get into your jammies, you get under the covers, and then you wake up and don't know what day it is or what time it is because yeah. four hours have passed. That happens to me regardless. Yeah. I've Daniel often will say, I'm just going to take a nap for 20 minutes. Literally never only nap for 20 minutes. I used to be able to do that when I would get normal night's sleep. Now, yeah. well, I'm not getting enough <laughs> sleep, so I'll think point, I'm, only gonna get, taken. I'm only getting 20 minutes and it's, yeah, a couple hours. But if you're under the covers, you certainly aren't getting 20 minutes. No, you're getting like an hour to two. Right. right. I just did that the other day where I... I accidentally took a nap on the couch i woke up and i thought it was four days later and it had been 15 minutes and i just was like where am i who are who's what is happening the best feeling it's so weird you're like i pretty much just died and came back to life like what (laughs) have you had that feeling in hotels or like if you're sleeping somewhere that isn't your own bed and then you wake up and you're like what yeah that happens it's kind of exciting though where you're like i need Someone get me a newspaper. What day is it? Who's the mm-hmm. president? Like, what's going on? I had a memory. So we've all discussed, everyone's aware of my, of my nibbling at night problem, um, which actually I feel like I conquered last night. But anyway, I remembered that at the hospital in the middle of, when, when we, I was there having Elliot, in the middle of the night, I like, just was like, couldn't sleep and wandering around the tiny room and like opened the door and looked out and I was like, oh, I'm in a hospital and shut it. <laughs> I don't know what I was looking for. I don't know where I was hoping to go. Open it for a fridge. I think I was hoping to find a vending machine or something. But I was yeah. like, I didn't leave the room because I opened it up I and like the nurses. This is before you were hooked up to stuff. It was after. No, it was after we, I'd already had him and oh. they had taken my, they kept the oh. IV in for like the first half of the day or something after I'd had him. Right. It was one of those nights. I opened it up though and, um, there was a nurse's station right there, and I was, right. but the nurse wasn't there. I was <laughs> relieved. When I used to be on the road a bunch, we used to like to stay at Red Roof Inns because all the rooms and all the hotels all look exactly the same so that you would actually have some consistency. Like You would wake up and you'd be like, I'm in a hotel room. It would save you from waking up and being like, where am I? And, you know, that <laughs> horrified, Confusion. like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that should be a drop. I know you haven't grabbed one by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> ah, where, Bring where your own. I? I can do it anytime I want. <laughs> I have all these drops in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how come you never grab your own drops? Because I never say anything obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, wait, that's the criteria? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, and lastly, Lila Rolling Stone says, Sometimes at work, if I don't want to deal with dumb coworkers, I call my cell phone from my work phone and pretend I'm on a very important call. Hashtag office life. That is smart. Yes. Call is. your cell phone from your work phone or your work phone from your cell phone? Calls her cell phone from her work phone. Why not just text a friend to call you? Why not just pick up the phone and pretend it rang? Yeah. I do that. Because then there's the dial tone. Well, no, she's, isn't she saying she's calling her cell phone? Or is it the other way around? I would think she'd be she calling her work her phone. cell phone from... It must be work phone from cell phone. Yeah. So it seems like right. business. Because you can be all oh, okay. stealthy under the table yeah, 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 yeah. dialing it and then... Well, well from an associates, patch me through to myself, quickly. <laughs> she wrote, I call my cell phone from my work phone and pretend I'm on a very important call. I still think it might... I still think... She dials her cell phone and it just rings or it goes to voicemail oh, or whatever. Oh, oh, and she's oh, I just, see what she's saying. She's on her. She pu- pu- pull, Yeah. She picks up the receiver. Yeah. Dials, dials the number, her cell phone. Yeah. But she's it could just really work either way though. Voicemail. Mm. And then oh, you're just. Oh, I get it. I wonder what pictures are hung up on her cubicle wall 
or office wall because that just, just seems so of sad. A picture of a picture of a yeah. picture. Of a picture. <laughs> just sitting there going, uh huh. Because you know she's not calling to like spin a long yarn. Right. Probably just kind of seem like she's on the phone. So a lot of going, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we can do that. Okay. And then just silence. Just Wait, so she, in it's silence. the imaginary conversation. She's being bullied by a customer. Like, okay, all right. I mean, you could. Okay. I thought she was negotiating prices and and. Uh, yeah. She needs a headset with a microphone because then yes, nobody mm-hmm. knows. And yeah, then just also point at it. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Working in an environment where people have headphones, mm-hmm. the headset, because then you'll be talking to them and they'll be like, uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I was no, and then they're not talking to you at all. I was recording with Dana the other day, and he was doing that talks to talk. Dana Gould, he does a talk to text a lot, and he asked a question, and I said, he said, oh, well, where, what's the blah 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 theater or blah 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 place? And I said, I don't know. It sounds like some kind of theater or something. And then I turned around, and he was talking, <laughs> but he had, he just did it out of the blue and was standing two feet behind me. <sighs> I'm so jealous. I try to do the talk to text thing. Like if I'm driving, I don't want to. You know, use my phone, so I'll just have it set so I can push the thing, and it never get. I'll look down, and it does not resemble what I meant to say <laughs> at all. I was I did that recently, and instead of writing "should have," it wrote "should of," and then and I sent it, and I was like, "Oh, that makes me look so dumb." <laughs> but I must have said it that way. But what are you gonna do? What yeah. are you gonna do? Technology, you guys, is it even on our side? No, nope. clearly not. I mean, dog robots gonna kill us all. That's okay, though. Should have should be in there as like a. Okay, what Elon Musk said that the ro- robotic technology. It, what's wrong with me tonight? The robotic technology is moving so fa- so quickly, evolving so quickly that in a very short period of time, we you won't be able to see the robot. It'll move so fast that mm. that it will. You'll need a strobe in order to. Oh God, yeah, we're fucked. Wait, I'm sorry, what? I'm swearing so much. No, today. that's okay. I'm not making a lot what of sense. What does that mean, though? It that means that, that the robots will be able to move themselves so quickly that, that, they, that you won't be able to actually, see, you'll just see a blur. Like a hummingbird wing. Yeah, like a hummingbird wing. They're oh, still like got to drive another car into the moon. <laughs> They're still a result of power and mass, etc. I mean, so it's still really difficult to move how heavy they are that quickly even if they, they would have to gain some sort of consciousness and turn themselves into their mm-hmm. respective electrons and then move it that fast or so now just, you're talking yeah <laughs> we may do you guys see that uh, there's a hybrid of sheep and people so sheeple really do exist wait i think i did read something tell me i feel like i read uh, something about this there's a what a hybrid of sheep and people they're using them for organ harvesting no big deal. Well, it's not quite yeah, a... They're a called Trump voters. Yeah. <laughs> Send your tweets to at Allison Rosen. No, they did that with pigs, too, where it's just yeah. like a little bit of human DNA into yeah. like gallbladders and things that they could then harvest. They're not exactly... It's not like a conscious clone. Yeah, it's not like a pig walking around like, hello. I, I was... I finally took a, like a tiny vacation, like a 36-hour vacation Look this weekend. And, uh, and I finally picked up my phone and it was like... Like just horrific news. I was like, "We've created sheep-human hybrids." I was like, "What did I put down my phone for ten <laughs> minutes?" And I was like, no. future. <laughs> I did find. Where did you go? I went to Palm Springs for a couple of days. My friend turned uh, forty, and she had like a rented a house, and um, I. It was really great. I did find two dogs in the street, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> I meant to ask oh. you about that. Two. I was like, again? Desert dogs. Yeah, I know. They were just two pups. They were two, like, seven-month-old Brussels Griffin Terrier mixes. Adorable. So sweet. I just saw they were in the middle of the road. Roaming together? Yes. but And they just let let me pick them right up, put them in the car, and then drove them to there. They are adoptable this week, and I kind of want one. They're like, you should get one, but don't you think you don't? 
They must belong to someone, though, right? Well, Two Brussels Griffon. They were mixes. Seven? Oh, but um, they Still. weren't microchipped. No, they've been out for a while. No, no collars. collars, and they weren't Maybe altered. Not. So oh. they don't know. Someone probably had a dog that got pregnant and they just released them or something. Maybe. But yeah, so they'll be they're at the Palm Springs Animal Shelter and I think they'll be available this week and they are so cute and sweet. I should put a link to them in the episode summary. You should. I used to always do a segment where I talked about adoptable dogs. I haven't done it in a while. Well, we just did one. I know. Yeah. Poop on your butt right yes, there. Exactly. They were Thank so you. sweet. They were like, are you going to get one? You should get one. I kind of want one. They I were mean, like trying to start a pack. And then you showed up and they were like, yeah, all right, we got three. And then, oh man, she took us away. I know. They saw my hair and they're like, she's one of us. <laughs> they're all mad and dirty. I was like, me too. I'm on vacation. But yeah. But I was like, man, I thought of you. I was like, here we go again. <laughs> but it, they were really sweet. So yeah, if you're in Palm Springs, check those little muffins out. What's the name of the shelter again? Uh, Palm Springs Animal Shelter. Okay. Yeah. And they were, they were just found this last weekend. And how old are they? Seven months old. They were so sweet. How do they know? I'm sure know. there's an ology involving like how you age dogs. Teeth. To the ology. <laughs> That's what I've heard. That's, I think I asked when I got my last five cats. Your last I can open a horse's cats. mouth, tell you how old it is. You can do that? Most people can get roughly really? close. How do yeah. you tell? You just tell. There's like a, dogs' teeth are one, they're way whiter. And then two, they're like uh, smaller and like puppies have like baby teeth. So there's a certain, a certain amount of grinding so. down of the tooth. Over time. And just the plaque and stuff that builds. Yeah, like you can. Really? Horses are kind of the same. Yeah, they're just cleaner and newer versus older. And then they get more teeth. They get like these wolf teeth. I think when they turn like five or something like that. Wolf teeth? Yeah, That's so it's fun. not a canine. It's just this weird one back here. That comes Ooh. Huh. Yeah. Is it like being able to tell how long it's been since someone cleaned their shower? Maybe. Like you can just tell from residues. Yeah. You're like, you haven't cleaned the shower in a while. Yeah, like, something like that. I mean, they get months. longer. A little okay. long in the tooth. That's where that comes from. Oh. Okay. Good to know, you guys. Good to know. Guys, this has been a delightful show. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. And watch out for sheeple splaining. It's coming, <laughs> people. Daniel? You can find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. And a, this is Allison's show. <laughs> oh, thanks. And a friend of mine has a really cool Kickstarter. Um, I will. I will tweet a link to it. It's called X Chain, and he's awesome, and he's just a really smart businessman. But he's he's built this exercise piece of exercise equipment that is actually really fucking cool. Um, so I'll post a link to it. Check it out. Really neat. I gotta go take care, fella. Okay, Allie. Zipping, zip, 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 zip. Uh, Where did we find you? I am at Allie Ward, A-L-I-E-W-A-R-D, on Instagram and Twitter. And my podcast is called Ologies, Different Ology, every week. I think this coming week is going to be mythology. So it'll be all about narratives and... And, and vagina dentata. And vag- Oh, I should have put that in there. It's not <laughs> too late. I am interviewing a gynecologist in Portland. So I will ask, uh, anyone ever found any choppers down there? <laughs> <laughs> and is that... What's that for? Uh, that's for... That's an ology, too. So I'm going to be up in Portland this week and... On Thursday, actually. Thursday. All about butts. Yep. I, I do need to do a Is it gynecology? Gynecology. And then uh, I'm meeting up with a bee person there, a whale person. Neat. And a, a beer brewer, a zymologist, fermentation. So if you got any beer questions, let me know. So yeah. Nice. Ask them where I get free beer. But you make beer. This beer smells great. Thank you. We're drinking your beer and it smells great. Thank yeah, you. It's very good. I wasn't trying to get a plug, but thank you. It's great beer. Pat Squirrel, Dave Huntsberger, where do we find you? 
Oh, well, uh, Pat Squirrel, not on, I am not on Twitter or any of those things. I just kind of go about my business. But, um, if you want to see a gentleman who looks relatively similar to me, you can follow Dave Huntsberger at, uh, on Twitter and Instagram and, um, at davidhuntsberger.com. Uh, he has albums online. If you want to <laughs> listen to some stand up and an old podcast called Professor Blastoff that you can find on Stitcher Premium. Um, that's, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's fun. It's a hoot. And um, <laughs> his current podcast called The Space Cave also available anywhere podcasts are found. Episode with all AR yeah, coming up coming, one of these days. I would assume so, yes. I don't know when, but keep an eye on the um, the feed. Soon to be. I shall. It, maybe when your book comes out. That'd be great. That's April. Thank you for mentioning. You yeah. guys, Tropical Attire and <laughs> Encourage and Other Phrases That Scare Me coming out April 10th. Pre-order available March 21st is going to be in book form, in ebook form, in audiobook form. I recommend getting all of them, multiple copies of all of them. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. That is also where you can tweet us your Just Me or Everyone's. Use hashtag JMO. Go to AllisonRosen.com. You could find all the other uh, places that you can follow me because there's so many social things these days, you guys. And you can also uh, buy shirts and ringtones and whatnot. Thank you, everyone, for being on the show. Listeners, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.